Thank you. Oh. Good morning, church. Last time, I asked Pastor Josh to pray for me. Do you remember that? Yes. I had a terrible sh shoulder pain. And uh, it was because I saw something straight away. And I saw God giving you a gift of healing. And I said, I am going to test this now. And I did. You prayed for me. And I got healed straight away. And since that day, I haven't had any shoulder pain. And all the time when I feel like there is something trying to come back, I say, do you remember, Pastor Josh? Pray for me. <laughs> Hasn't come. So that is also a sign of God using you in a mighty way, in that way. This is a gift. It's a gift. You have it. How are you going to use it? I don't know. He will grow or not. And today has, I was thinking again about it. I, I haven't stopped thinking about that. I don't know why I'm thinking about that every week. And I just saw today that as long as you, that, I, I mean, that gift is just like so heavy on you and it is going to get you down into prayer. The more you pray, that will be used. The more you pray, you become humble. You can listen to God because that gift is sometimes tricky because it is just not that easy that this person has cancer and you come and bang. Sometimes you have to go through <laughs> some time. Of, and that only happens when you have that relationship with God in such a way. And this is such a thing that the church needs today, Josh. If you're sick, I think you heard me that Josh has a <laughs> gift of healing. You can test it too. I am the witness. Very few people pray for me to get healed. And I tested it on you. Got healed. I normally just pray and something disappears, but this time I prayed didn't go away, but I tested that day. God, do it, do it. <laughs> To it and he did grow in that pastor josh and people will come to you and those things are things that are just showing you that the church need this as long as you use it as long as you go down as long as heart to heart as we have been singing with god it's a key for growth for you and for the church. The Lapanis, they have, they are out? Yes. Yes, Sarah, I need you more than. <laughs> I saw you here, beautiful, close family, together as you go, wherever you go. Some people in your families are goers. <laughs> but you, I saw you, as the one who holds the whole thing in prayer. So when you pray, you bring the whole thing together. Your family will always be happy, but prayer will bring something different. When they go out, whatever they do, your prayer is the thing that holds the whole thing. And saying that, so you have to be very creative. The way you pray, you have it, 
use it. Do not just pray because you have to, but pray for things to happen. Pray bigger. <laughs> See the future. Be the prophet of the house. And if you are the prophet in the house, see bigger. Do not pray if you feel like you are intimidated, you have fear. No. <laughs> pray when you feel like, okay, I am ready, I am strong. Because I don't want to pray weak prayers. Because things of weak prayers can also happen. If you are weak, just be quiet and wait. When there is strength in you, Say greater thing that you can't achieve, but God will achieve because you said it, because you prayed for it, and then it will happen. And that was so beautiful. So be strong <laughs> wherever you go, even if no one else is praying for your family right now, but you have the key to lift them up, to make them cross things. <sighs> Uh, John 10.10, 10. if you can find that, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. That's what he does, and we know the thief. I, that is Jesus talking now, I have come that they may have life. I love this last bit, and have it in the full. That is his promise for us. So that we may have life and have it in abundance. That is the will of God for you and for me, for the church. Always. Always, always, always. But the enemy is always there to oppose the will of God, the promises of God, the calling of God in our life. He will, de- he will be there. He is also faithful to himself. He is always there watching, listening, what's going on here. And once he knows that something is going to happen, he will also make something else happen to stop it. He always tries. Before Jesus, he tried and he succeeded one day with the first man that was Adam and Eve. He came in and he tried. Thank Jesus came the second man. And we are victorious in Jesus. So the enemy has nothing. It only depends how we stand up against him. How faithful we are to God and destroy his work because he will always be there. He's there in different form. Doubt, you'll doubt yourself. You see, sometimes even doubting that yourself. You will doubt, bring doubt in your prayers. You will bring doubt in everything that you're doing. You forgot that God has said this, 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 and this, and that. And he is always there. Opposition will always be there. God's plan for us for this season is great. 
But the situation that surrounds us is just showing that we are not going anywhere. <laughs> we are going down or we, we are just kind of paddling somewhere. It's no sign of. But when God decides to say something, he always choose to do that. I don't know why, but I understand why, because God doesn't want you to take his glory. So he will promise you something. He will prophesy the future. He will do things so that you can hear it. And remember that when those things happen, it is not because of you, but because of him. That's why he will start first by telling you what's coming so that you don't give yourself the glory of God and say, this is because of me, this is because I did this. This is nothing to do with you. It is because of him. So he will tell you, he will give you the promise. He will tell you what's coming in the future. He will tell you who you are, not who you think you are. Because he knows you, so he will tell you who you are. He will tell you that you are the one that I think you are. Because he created you, he can see the future, he is already in the future. He knows your past and your present, he knows everything and he, he will tell you. And the enemy is always also there to oppose. Some opposition are not coming from the enemy, they are just there so that you can learn how to seek God first and know that this is because of God, not because of me. Those are some of the opposition that will happen in your life. That's true. But sometimes the enemy, when he comes, he will come to do that. Destroy. He is always looking to destroy, to divide, to, 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 to create a chaos. Last time when I was here, God showed me pictures of things that are coming. I, I, I saw people coming from the north, coming down. The region will be full of people from the north. You have to open the door so that those people might come here. People are coming down. Make the net. Prepare your net so that you can throw them and catch them. You have been given the gift. You have been called to do that. When you have God with you, even by smiling, somebody can follow you and you don't know. Just because you smiled. Just by walking, people will just feel like, this person has something different. Oh, look like he's going to church. Ah, he went that way. Maybe he was going to church and next week the person will be here. The presence of God in your life will attract. Will bring people we do things that you don't know they will be happening. That's God. That's the promise of God. That's things that God is going to do. The church sometimes seems like, okay, we are going down. I would like to tell you that God is doing great things in the world. Today, amazing miracle, amazing revivals happening right now in some churches in Africa. I, I, I was just blown away when I went there last time. I remember when we were young, we used to pray like crazy and see nothing. But today, other people are enjoying that. People are running. 
like crazy. I'm going, wow, these are the things we were praying for. And we didn't see this. But today, these guys are just enjoying it. But we struggle praying and fasting and doing crazy things and just living by faith. And, and, I, and I, I remember this guy, uh, last time I went today, this guy just said, uh, talking to his friend and said, this guy used to be like a, a crazy man. He would pray and declare things of faith that we, we used to laugh at him. But oh, everything he said has come to pass. Oh, whoa. And that is... Because God is always faithful. He is always faithful when we are faithful. When we are faithful, he will stay faithful. Let me just say this. The enemy will always oppose anything that is coming from God. There might be opposition right now. The enemy will always be there. <laughs> but Jesus has won the victory. And we are victorious. As long as we stand up, we understand that there is a calling. We understand that God is with us. We understand that whatever God says is going to uh, be uh, true and it will come to pass. One step, one thing that we need to do is what we have been singing all day. Stay still, pray, heart to heart to God, waiting for the time. And for some people, they don't need to wait for the time. The time is now. It doesn't have to be the old church things happening. It could just be you. Things happening in your life. It could just be you. I have seen in the church sometimes when things were tougher. God didn't stop using individuals. He raised up ministers. He raised up individual people during a tough time. And these people rose up and did amazing things. When everybody was sleeping, other people were up there going crazy. Doesn't have to be the old church. It could just be you. So just don't be there waiting and doing nothing. No, do something. Stand up, pray, seek God. When there are opposition, it could just be God calling you to pray. There have never been a revival without prayer. And the revival <laughs> come when sometimes things become very tough. People are sick. There are divisions, there are discouragement, uh, there are uh, 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 the law and everything going around you crazy. There's nothing for you to hang on. There is dryness. You don't feel even like praying. That's when you have to pray. And how do you pray? I have my secret. You start praying by asking God to help you to pray. God, give me the desire to pray. Try that. When you are dry, nothing, you have nothing to do. You, you, you know, you try to pray, and by the time you finish a sentence, you are asleep. You try to read the Bible, <laughs> and your mind is gone. Try to do this, nothing happened. 
pray. Start by saying, God, give me the desire to do what? To pray and start praying. You'll find yourself that, oh, have I prayed this long? Yes. Doesn't have to be for the group. You start first. Somebody has will start. God will pour his anointing on individuals. And those individuals will be drawn together in one or another way. I don't know how. You will just come together. That's how you grow. But praying for God to see God fulfilling his promise. And God does that because he doesn't want you to take his glory. So you pray to say, God, I'm nothing, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> I really don't feel it, but please do it. And when he does it, you will stand up and say, God is doing something. God is doing something. I'll tell you my little story, but I think it's such a powerful story. One day I was praying. I was actually praying because I wanted to run away from God. I'm running away from God. I succeeded to run away from one city to another city, and I think, yes, I'm going to do business. I, love, I loved doing business, but never succeed because God didn't want me to do that. And he always pulled me back. Succeed out of the city. Doing business, as soon as I arrived, I understand why I was there. I wasn't there for business. I was there for his business. I was in the family that need God, need God in everything. So satanic attacks were just visible, visible. People, witchcraft around them, they just uh, come into leadership, top of the old city, and the enemies after them, witchcraft. And yes, God told me, yes, that's why I brought you here. It wasn't for your business. You were not escaping, so you were here, and you start. And I started praying like crazy. I prayed one day, I said, no, I'm, not, I'm going to pray two days, no food, no water, just praying. That's, that's good. That's what I did when I was young. I did a lot of those prayer because I just needed God in my life. My family was away enough else, just one single guy wandering with God, fighting with God with his calling. And I said, well, okay, two days of prayer. And I didn't have an employment. I said, God, what's going on? Am I, am I crazy? No, he wanted me. So I pray. I'm, I'm, I'm going Pray, pray, just, yes, God, you see, coming to you. And a voice. So all of those passions were silenced. One single thing rose up in my heart. You have to make a commitment right now. It ought to save me. And what? Yes, you have to say it. I went, oh, God. Okay, I decided to save you, to follow you as long as you look after my father, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote it down and the date I signed. It is still in one of my sacred book at home. Signed, the old heaviness, the old thing, left. I was happy. That's everything. But I'm going, I've just signed a contract with God. <laughs> and I signed it. Okay, I am back, God. I'm here. But at the same time, that's where I'm going to say, you see, I have made something 
happen in my relationship with God. I sign my life. <laughs> the enemy, in a few weeks, grows up. And I have this power. I was just resting during the day. I don't know if I was praying or whatever. So I'm resting just in the middle of the day. I was overwhelmed by the power of darkness. This power of darkness came over me and just tried to strangle me. I could not speak, not breathe. I am fighting like crazy. I knew, I understood. I think I have something special. Uh, I, I used to have that to know if the enemy is around or if witchcraft is around or if anything is around. And one of the things that I have had in my life is the audible voices of demons. If they're around here talking like telephoning or doing something, like, I could hear the voices. And go, That's the devil prodding a plan. I, can, I, can, I could hear it. And I knew what it was. I am fighting like a crazy bang. I could not breathe or do anything. I said, this thing, this is horrible. I'm fighting. And I was just like conned. And I could not do anything while fighting. And the voice told me, deny Jesus. I said, what? Deny Jesus. That's opposition. That's how the enemy always works. He can see that you have something special. He can see that you have a future. He can see that you are a blessing. He can see all these things, and he will attack to take away that. And this time, I was attacked like, well, I'm going to die right now and deny. And my body, my everything was kind of, yeah, I just have to say it so that I can get rid of this power here. I'm tired. I'm tired. And something rose. Up inside. I said, no, I'm not going to. If you want to kill me, kill me. I stand up. And I went, wow. What was going to happen if I gave up and said that? You see, the enemy will always see that God's presence in your life, God's calling is in your life, and he will attack. He will create situation. He will create things to oppose that. My brother and sister, God is always there for you. He started this, he will finish it. God is here with you. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, you will understand tomorrow or after tomorrow. I think I do remember when I was young in church, there was something I didn't understand, but I understood it. It was too hard for me, very high there, but I understood it later. That's okay if this is your first time to be in church or this is too high there, you will understand it because you are not here by mistake. God has called you. You are here because God wants you to listen to these things, to prepare you to be strong. We need to be strong. We are winners. We are here with God. Our God will always be there for us. Oppositions will always be there. The enemy has done this 
from the beginning. Adam and Eve got into trouble. God had a, 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 a plan to redeem them. He did. Abraham went through this thing. Isaac went through this thing. You remember last time we talked about the, him digging the hole and uh, the hole was just, he, he went through a tough time. Joseph went through this. Remember, he had a gift from God of leadership and, and his brothers and sisters. You can even use people in your family to destroy it. Sold him. Bang. Gone. But did he just go? No. God started new things with him. And his brother would come back to him and say, we need you. <laughs> and that's one of the most amazing stories in the Bible about reconciliation and forgiveness. That, 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 that is powerful uh, things in the Bible. Sold him and then got into trouble went looking for food and found that the boss of everything was they, brother. I thought you're gone, finished, sold, killed. Yes, we were guilty, but you are alive. Whoa. Instead of celebrating, the devil reminded them the past. They said, this is finished, we are going to die now. <laughs> But that was God's plan. God is always going to be with you. And uh, the enemy will oppose. He will try. He will try again and again. But he won't stop the plan of God. Another thing we said last time was that uh, I saw that this younger generation <laughs> will build a bigger church than us, will have greater ministry than we have. So we have not only responsibility to do our duty right now, making sure God's presence stays here, and we are bringing more people that God is bringing down here, but also looking after the one that we have, because they have bigger future than we have, and that is our responsibility. The enemy will oppose us. The enemy will oppose them, but he will never succeed. God's plan will prevail. God's plan is prevailing. The enemy tried in the old Bible. He even tried with Jesus. When Jesus was born, he tried to kill him. Jesus is in prayer 40 days after the fasting. That's the time when you are so powerful, you are closer to God. After 40 days, he came to do what? To try again. It didn't succeed. He tried at the cross. <laughs> and he said, no, no. You're not killing me. I'm just going to take the keys of death. <laughs> I'm getting everything from you. And Rosa and gave us the victory. That's what God does. 
He will try on us, but we'll never succeed. And God is counting on you and I. Whatever you're going through right now, be still. Pray. Seek God. Seek God. And this is a time where you will be growing in your personal relationship with God. The enemy will attack your ministry. The enemy will attack your calling. The enemy will attack the promises of God in your life. The enemy will do anything to stop that. But it's not going to stop. You don't give up. You stand up strong. Smile. And go ahead. He will never abandon you. He will never give up on you. God is with you. Just... Be careful not to give up. You give up, you are not only giving up for yourself, you're giving up for other people too. God has chosen you, God has called you so that you can stand up strong. If you are still alive, if you are still alive, <laughs> you have a future. You are not dead. Whatever you're going through, <laughs> if you're still alive, you have a future. Fight for your future. Stand up. God has already given you the victory. God has already given you everything. Stand up for your family. Stand up for the church. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your friend. Stand up for the people who are suffering there in depression. Those who are right now going through tough time in darkness. Open your mouth, pray, seek God for them, and you will see things will change, and they are going to change. They have always changed. And when I went last time to Congo, I was amazed. I'm going to finish with this little story here. In my city of Goma, we went through so many things. God calling us, showing us these big things that we even have jobs to, <laughs> to fulfill or nothing but big things. I said, this is crazy. So we can just pray, and we prayed, and we did. And we, we had such an amazing time. A lot of people were saved, a lot of people, but no growth. All right. They just saved and disappeared, saved and disappeared, <laughs> saved and disappeared. All right. What am I doing here? And... One thing was, we went from those moments to wars. <laughs> war today, another war, where you have no hope of tomorrow. You feel just completely lost. Bang. Next thing that happened was a volcano. During that time, came and consumed 40% of the city. Now you tell me, there is, is there any hope? You are in war, you have a volcano, you can't run away, there's nothing you can do, there's no food. God, this is crazy. And one day, I, I love that when I look behind us there, on that weekend, I was chosen. So there was a volcano, and I was the one chosen to preach on Sunday. When 40% of houses and life were consumed, and I have to say, I'm a young person, come on, I'm standing up and trying to prophesy about the future of these people who have lost every 
thing. And I, I stood up. I, I, I was strong. I stood up and went, this thing has happened so that God can give you a better life. For, other, for some people, these things have happened so that you can repent and come back to God. For other people, this is just a sign that you'll be blessed after this. I'm, I'm saying this thing like crazy. I have no idea how those things are going to happen. And, 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 and I'm not sure if people even listened to me. You don't have a house. You're going to sleep on the street or in a school. It's not like here that you have insurance that you can go and claim. No, that's, that, that's gone. It's gone. It is gone. You have to start from nothing. It's no hope. And I'm telling you that this has happened so that you can have a better house tomorrow so that you can have more tomorrow so that you can be stronger. And one of the people told me, Pastor, you came to my house every week to talk to me and edify me and do messages. My house is gone. Where was God? Where was God when my house was burning? Other people's house didn't burn. Why did God allow my house to be burned? Oh. I have no answer. But I know that this is going to change. That's what I'm feeling. So sometimes, even a message like this makes no sense when you look around and go, but when I went there last time, they went from nothing. They have the most beautiful houses in Congo. They can build roads themselves. Their businesses are high there. There is nothing. So actually you wish your house were burned so that you can build a new one from nowhere. And I am going Wow, 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 wow. God will always do what he said he will do. As long as you stay faithful. Please, let's stand up and ask something. God, pour your spirit of prayer on us. To see things your way. To think your way. Even where there is no hope. Oh, hallelujah. There's hope. I'm feeling like in this area here, God is speaking to someone. Just listen carefully. This area here, if you're here, right now God is speaking to you. You can hear that. God is speaking to you. <laughs> God is talking to someone here. You have a son and you think you 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 you, you have done everything and you don't uh, know what to do now. Yes. I can see God bringing a new 
thing into your son right now. He will stand up on his own and he will be powerful. He has a special calling on his own. God, Lord, we are here opening our hearts. The church has been praying and fasting, looking for you. And you are insisting that we keep praying, looking for you, because you want to do great things. Please pour your spirit. Pour the spirit of prayer, desires of prayer in our hearts, in this church. Raise up intercessors. Woo! Raise up intercessors. Raise up prayer warriors. Raise up prophets, people with gifts. Pour your spirit of healing right now. Spirit of healing to heal the heart, to bring people to you. Father God, I'm praying for the doors to be open for people who are coming down to find the way in the church. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord of grace. Those people are coming down looking for you. Make a way. There is someone on this area again on the left side. God is calling you for intercession. <laughs> Don't think you are old. And you can't do anything. Don't. <laughs> I can see God is blowing away all your negative mind right now. And he's calling you to intercession. Father, we thank you for today. And we thank you for this new generation. And we thank you for this church. Let your fire fire, the spirit of revival fall in the church in our hearts in the presence and I'm praying Father God for someone right now who has doubt about his relationship with you you know everyone here by their names and their lives and you love them Please give them a heavenly hug to tell them I always knew you. I always loved you. And I will always love you. Let them feel that right now. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you are not saved and you or if you have doubts about your salvation 
and God is speaking to you right now. I'm not going to embarrass you, but I'm going to ask you to talk to someone after church today. I'm not going to embarrass you. Come up because God is giving you hugs right now to say, I always knew you. Even when you were wondering, I was always there for you. And I'm still here for you. God is giving you hearts of love. I'll ask Pastor Josh to pray for healing. If you have anything in your body, touch where you feel like you. We will be praying right now for healing from where you are. God, we are releasing the power of healing right now. We are releasing the power of healing right now. Heal your people, even those who are home. Pour your spirit of healing and heal your people. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we just thank you for your healing hand. Lord God, we thank you that on the cross that you took everything. You took sin. You took all sickness, all infirmity. In Jesus' name, we just thank you and praise you for that. Lord God, and right now, just, just speak out to anyone who has any sickness, any infirmity, any you know bad back or, or whatever it may be, Lord God, we just speak that and say in the name of Jesus, you are healed. We declare that all sickness, all pains, all niggles must be gone in Jesus' name. And we just release your healing hand upon every single person here. We claim it in Jesus' name. We thank you for your healing hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just encourage you, if that's you, to claim your healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you that the name of Jesus is above every other name, above every sickness. And we just place the name of Jesus above everything. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. We look forward to hearing the testimonies of healing. Um, thank you, Patrick, for that word. That was incredible. Um, there's a saying from Robert Madu I read um, a little while ago, and I just love it. If you don't quit, you win. If you don't quit, you win. Don't give up on the call of God on your life because you will win. So thank you, Patrick. We appreciate that. We might just end with that song you're playing now and holy ground and then we'll go out and have a cup of tea and connect over that. Thanks guys.